What's up, y'all? Welcome to this week's episode of Saturdays and Seltzers. Lots of F1 talk for you this week as we were watching P2 for the British Grand Prix as we recorded this. Some NHL draft reactions and all of the NBA news, everything that you want to know about the Celtics, the Bucks, who's signing who. We've got it for you. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Love you guys. Let's have a good one. Let's go. Y'all know what time it is. Uh. Looking like you just graduated. Coming from a place that y'all gravitate. Looking like a boss, I just had to say. I know you got the sauce, no potato bread. All right, sis, knock him out, Mike Tyson. And I like it, show me a place I can buy it. But you priceless, superwoman, no sidekick. Dress game like science, girl, you all plus, no minus. Wake up in the morning, check the time, and then the vibes move. Peanut butter curves with jelly above the thigh. Tell them no free sample if they ever want to try. Gotta buy the whole damn pie if you ever want to slice. That's the truth, only tell the truth. What the hell you do? You got that juice. Fresh squeeze too cute. I can tell you new, and it ain't just you. Girl, it ain't just you. It's your whole damn crew. Got the haters on mute, because they love that view. Keep looking at you, ain't nothing new. This is not their world. They know you run the city every town. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, but Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Because this is not their world. They know you run the city every town. Every girl. They know you keep it real. Keep it classy, keep it thorough. But Sundays are for the boys, but Saturdays for the girls. Get them, girl, get them, girl. Where. Saturday, like y'all. Max Verstappen more uh, than Carlos Sainz. I think I like Max Verstappen the best out of everybody other than your host? me, and I'm ready to admit it. Yeah, like Kendra I'm gonna come Sarah. out of the closet as a stand. Uh, yes. Y'all know who it you is. Know, here's the thing, and I, I was trying to explain this to somebody recently. Spot a kiss on the track. Notes, I'm so glad that you just said this because I literally am going to use the words coming out of the closet, but not that way because I already did that once on this show, but just as a Max Verstappen fan. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I went, I thought really that I hated him. And I'm re-watching Drive to Survive, watching season five for the first time right now. Um, and I this is how I put it. Carlos Sainz will fuck over Charles Leclerc. But I don't think Max Verstappen would, I mean, I think he would, but in a different way. Like, I think Signs is kind of like in his all about me right now era. He's very much in his Chick Hicks era. Oh, yeah? You want to know the forecast? I'll give you the forecast. 100% chance of thunder. If you've ever seen uh, Cars. Oh, not his Chick Hicks era. I, I haven't. Yeah. You haven't it, seen Cars, Kendra? I've seen it, but not in like a decade. You know Lightning too. McQueen? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, I know what wait, I'm trying to say, to... but I guess I'm, I'm not, I'm not living for him right now. And I'm a Ferrari completely gal, so. different reasons for liking him, and that is so on brand because we come to the same conclusion about things, but in like completely opposite ways. Um, so I am a Max Verstappen fan first and moment, foremost because he is a hater, and I am a hater, and I live for that. Also, he's chaotic as fuck. He does whatever he wants. He's kind of a dickhead and he likes cats. But what really the icing on the cake for me, he's leading the race by 24 seconds after being overtaken for the first time in like fucking forever. And he's like 
I should I pit I for the fastest lap, whatever. And the team's like, no. And he's like, yeah, fuck it. We're doing it. And he got the fastest lap on the last lap of the race. And that is BDE summarized for me. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I love him. I don't know. He's, I love his sense of humor, first of all, but like just the fact that he is the way that he is and he walks it and talks it like I, he's him. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, he is him. That's the thing. He is him. Like, he is the legend. He is the moment. Like, I'm kind of living for it. He's kind of I really (laughs) want to not like him. I really do. But I've just, I don't know. I've just been watching a bunch of, like I said, rewatching Drive to Survive. The clips of him gaming and his stepdaughter coming into the room are so cute. Like, I I just love him with, I love Penelope. I love him with fans. Like, he just seems like a nice guy and he's, he's a total not, psycho though, that's why I he's love a total he's psychopath so no he's a psycho yes. he's a literal psychopath but I'm kind of living so. I think that we have the same energy you guys totally do yeah totally do um, you have that yeah and like scary things happening back here <laughs> also if you're new here welcome to saturdays and seltzers my name's kendra this is Haley, my co-host and tyler our producer tyler is a known red bull hater so yes. i'm curious how you feel about it, i mean no I still, I still can't stand him i don't like him winning every week and that's really why i don't like him i think he's a fine character i just don't is he like on your hate he list wins every week no no he's not on my hate list okay all right, that would be I a line for that me. Much. Uh, so, I don't think there's nobody in F1 that like I hate enough to put on a hate list. Let me raise you really? this. Maybe Mac or um, what's his name? Um, Lewis Hamilton. What? Really? Yeah, I, I don't like Lewis Hamilton. Lewis. You don't, Tyler. He Hamilton is like guy. the queen of queens. Like he is like the coolest person to ever walk the planet yeah and he I is think so it, cool I think that's and he has an english like bulldog who looks like dolly well you see i didn't know that now yeah. oh, my, yeah. mom, my mom told me that i'll send you the link to his dog's uh instagram page i have a point too i want to bring up real quick while we're on f1 so we got the news that alfatari is changing in the coming seasons what drink company tyler well, I had a great tweet them. about this. I, I think they should just be Team Sugar Free Red Bull. I think so too. I love that. I think that's great. Either that All or lower go like case. Team, team Dr. Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> team Diet Dr. Pepper. Even better. Oh, we Jesus live. Christ. Um, we have more F1 stuff to talk about later. We just have been loving these soft opens into the show lately. I don't know. They're kind of hilarious sometimes. Um. <laughs> Allison just texted me the craziest thing I've ever seen. Oh, in my life. I love Remind her. Me, I'm so jealous to, to tell see you. Her. She's actually in my HLH. So if you're new here, we start every show with our high of the last week, low of the last week, and hero of the last week, which is something unexpectedly good that happened to you. I never start with me except for maybe once in a blue moon, but I'm going to start with me just because Allison is part of my high. Um, last weekend, I did a staycation, saw Loud Luxury, and had some like time with my god family and it was fucking awesome and if you don't know who Allie is she is like my god sister I guess um but she's 17 and she's like weird and insane and I love her and we were talking about Dominic Fike this weekend and out of nowhere she just texted me Dominic fucking eight don't play with me in all capitals about his new music Dominic fights the guy in um euphoria correct he is yeah he is in euphoria 
Um, so that's hilarious. So that that was my high of the last week. Uh, Haley, what was yours since we're on the topic about? Yeah, one? shout out Ali. Um, real quick, I'll say one of my favorite moments, memories with Kendra is when we went to see Ali's um dance competition. And I went absolutely feral. I was louder than all the moms and most of the teenage girls there. So Haley's going to be a, good... a mom of pageantry or dance or oh, something. Oh, not pageants because I, I I don't have the money for that. But yeah, and <laughs> um, I wouldn't subject my kids to that. First and foremost. <laughs> um, but yeah, my high, Charles P2 last week at the Austrian Grand Prix. Um couple tough weeks for Ferrari obviously we'll talk about a little later some miscommunication between um the bench and the car um to say the least but I was happy to see him back on the podium and I just think he's adorable and I want what's best for him in every aspect of everything ever and my mom is his biggest fan so if he's winning she's happy and I'm happy all right Tyler I think that this is like a huge topic of conversation like this is probably this has to go in our headlines somehow because everybody's definitely. talking about it. Yeah, it's definitely the big news of the week. Um of like the year kind of. Kind of, yeah. I've been living for the Insta Threads drama though. I I'm definitely What's... it's just like so chaotic and I love it so much. So are it's... Zuck and Elon still fighting like physically or what's going on? I don't think that on? is ever going to happen personally. But you, you don't No, I don't think there's any chance that they actually I, do you think that they other. just did it for publicity so that this whole thing would get more clicks and shit. Am I, are we having a Kardashian conspiracy moment? No, I, I bet it's like real beef between the two of them. But did I you don't see think that they're Elon's suing fight. him. I did. It's very a petty sue. Um, wait, OK, so I have to talk about how I was kicked off of Twitter for 12 hours. My first Twitter suspension um last weekend because i tweeted and i said at elon musk i hope zuck beats your ass and i got <laughs> suspended what did you get suspended for what did it like give you a reason for um, like bullying I, no i think it said making like threats enticing uh, i think it was enticing, enticing violence, violence or harassment yeah yeah which, which if I you see. are a long-standing fan of the show kendra has previously gotten in trouble with on tiktok <laughs> so now yeah, wait, tiktok no. and twitter what is the tiktok different. i forgot about that it was when she took out her black belt and started insinuating that she was some guy oh. <laughs> was threatening to beat up girls yeah and i was just like please try me you dumb motherfucker and i got how because how did he not get suspended for threatening to beat up women for fun mm. men it's a great question tiktok is lame um, I... what are our stance or i want official stances everyone needs to pick a team thread or team twitter though um this is I gotta I can you give me like two weeks with threads to make a decision instead of 24 hours fine I I'm here's my threads. issue I hate I'll that I hate now. threads um I like it it's so chaotic it's, it's a glorified chat room and it's, it's like just, yik yak all over again it is and I love it I loved yik yak <laughs> I loved yik yak too I hate the look of it I, I don't want it, my Instagram followers to be able to see my 
inner demons online. Like that is like Twitter. And I know that people say that Twitter's like professional or whatever, but I completely disagree. I'm so unhinged. And I like that people can follow me and see me be unhinged without anything else involved. Yeah, I, it's been a big point of contention for Tyler and I this week. We've been, oh man. Yeah, it's been rough Um, because I was in denial for a really long time. I didn't want to download it. I didn't want to get a new app. <clears throat> I felt very boomer because I just like didn't know what was going on or how to use it. Um, I'm not a fan of the interface. I think that in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months, if they can develop it and make it look better and look nicer, I will probably end up liking it. But for now, it's just another thing that I have to keep both of your notifications on for. So are either of you doing the blue sky thing? I couldn't get in. Nobody I don't know what that me. is. Like, I literally don't, I like, don't care. Nobody invited me, this. so I couldn't get in. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with no FP2 track action so far for Charles Leclerc. He's waiting for an electrical issue to be resolved. Fingers oh, crossed awesome. he'll be out of the track soon. Great. Uh, so we'll keep an eye on that just for reaction purposes. Um, I guess I have to go with Milo now. Yeah. So if you listen to our show, I've been like pretty sick for like a couple of weeks now. Um, and my doctor's office that I went to see lost my lab work the first time, had me come back in, got all my lab work done and waited like the amount of time. And then a few days after called back and they had lost my lab work a second time. So now I have to get in with a normal doctor to get lab work done a third time and wait through all of that as well to figure out what's going on. So I'm having a great time. Um, Haley was also sick last week and that is her low. So yeah, I was super sick last week um, at the end of the week, which is why we didn't film. Um, Took the weekend to get better. I'm feeling much better back to my normal self. But more pressing than that, I had one of the most awful moments of my life happen to me yesterday, um, which I have told neither of you about. I, um, for those of you who don't know, I have a little brother. His name is David. Shout out, homie. Um, He's 21. He is moving in with me for the summer until his place at college is ready for him to move into at the beginning of August. So we're living together for the first time in a really long time. Um, so I went downstairs yesterday morning to make breakfast, find something to eat. David's my favorite, by the way, my, uh, yeah. my I'm, I just have to sh- I don't know what happened yet. I'm just letting my allegiance in this house be known before I know whatever this is about to be. Violet, David, Nancy, Haley, and Haley is my favorite person in the world. If that gives you any- Oh yeah, JMO. JMO can be under Haley. I love JMO, but he ruined my white dress one time and I can't wear it anymore. So we're it's beefing. True. Um true. Violet's the cat, by the way. Anyways, continue. I just need to let it be known that this is where I stand in the hierarchy of this. Yeah, household. Tyler, can you give me your DeMello household hierarchy real quick? <laughs> um let's see. Nancy might be above David, but barely. I For might go mean. Nancy. Uh, JMO, Violet, Haley, David. I haven't met David. Yeah, you haven't met David. That's true. Dave, I met David and I like had heard about him for literally years. He just didn't, I didn't think he was real. I thought that he, you guys were just, I don't know. 
Um, and then I asked him if I could hug him and he gave me a good hug and that's the only interaction we've ever had. So I have nothing negative to say about him yet. It was really sweet. But um, anyway, sure so incident. I went downstairs to make something for breakfast and I opened my freezer and there were like ice shavings on stuff and things were a little wet. Mm-hmm. Um, turned out my brother did not close the freezer entirely when he went to bed the previous night. Um, so needless to say, I went to move a pint of orange sherbet and the top fell off and poured all over me, all oh, over no. the freezer, all over everything in the freezer. <laughs> And I just stood there in the kitchen with <laughs> melted orange sherbet everywhere and all over myself for like a minute. It was just like, what the hell is happening? So that was not fun. And I had to clean that up. But that was probably my low of the week. That the is orange sherbet incident. I'm a little bit triggered. Shitty, but also hysterical. Yeah, it was just gross. Gross, gross, gross. It also could be worse. It could be worse. It could have been Rocky yeah. Road. Yeah, it could have been Rocky Road. <laughs> that's that's how it could have been worse. Yeah. All right, Tyler, what was, what was your low? Uh, so I'm going to hate on another holiday. Um, <laughs> do you believe in this one? I do believe in this one for <laughs> what it stands for and is supposed to stand for, the... Uh, you know, the birth of our nation. Um, Independence Day, I hate it. I'm so sick of Independence Day. Uh, People's obsession with fireworks needs to stop. I agree. Yeah, this is is a hot take of Tyler's that I agree with. Fourth of July is, it's whatever, I understand. It's become my least favorite holiday because of the fireworks. And I can't stand, there are people still in Nashville great fireworks show whatever oh Nashville but there's still be people the today there's still people today launching fireworks during the day nashville, during the day nashville would be a terrible place for fourth of july i need to like set up a somehow robot ai to tell me never to go to nashville for any time of the summer at all no yeah i wouldn't recommend coming in the summer it's entirely too hot and it smells weird smells really bad yeah it's like Mm. rotting garbage especially on broadway i will say about independence day fourth of july is that i love fireworks i it doesn't really bother me as much as it bothers tyler um i will say shout out though my mom brought this up last night and i i'm very fortunate jmo shout out best best dog um besides jackson He's not afraid of fireworks, but my like thoughts go out to people whose dogs are because Dude. that must be really Dolly difficult. And like Dolly. if you're in a city, like I can't even imagine like how you deal with that. So that's like one thing that when she Jackson. pointed that out, I was like, "Dude, that's like yeah, how's Jackson yeah. with fireworks?" He prefers to be in my lap if they're close, but if they're mm-hmm. far, he'll like stand at the window for a minute. And then, like, eventually calm down. He's not as bad as, like, some dogs unless they're super close. But if they're really close, he just, he literally will, like, bury himself on top of me. And he's just, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. Shut up. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, my hero is actually just something that I think is so funny. So my old landlord uh, owns a, <laughs> I can't even, never mind. <laughs> my old landlord 
basically like tried to like screw us out of our security deposit and like really bad like trashed his own place kind of thing really bad and so we like took him to like claims quarter small claims quarter whatever anyways this guy like owns a couple bars now and like bought a range rover and like thinks he's hot shit and i guess downloaded raya and tried to use me as a wreck last week Mm. And I just thought that that was the funniest fucking thing ever that like you like the balls are kind of impressive. I should have accepted it. But I was just like, fuck you. Like that was just that was that was a, a ha ha moment. Ha ha funny <laughs> moment for me. Um, Haley is hero. So I have a hero and I'm also introducing a villain for the week. Um, my hero is Steve Jobs. If you are living under a rock, I have got an iPhone back. It is finally time. Do you to not move have on. a case on that thing? Not yet. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. I, I ordered on one and it was the wrong size. Okay. So it got I'll here it. and that was. I a was disaster. about to panic. No, it is coming. It was. I'm I actually no just got, got the note. You also don't live your life like Haley DeMello does so it, I'm not as very fair <laughs> team anyway it's a case for herself <laughs> literally um that was one of the quick pause well well this is part of Steve Jobs being my hero um I haven't had a phone or like Apple product since these air tags have come out and I have had so many people on my ass, like, you need to have an air tag on everything because I lose everything. So that is going to be super helpful. Um, I am back in a bunch of my friends' group chats. And now hopefully I won't get left out of plans, LOL, because people don't want to message me with green bubbles, which I totally understand because I miss having an iPhone so fucking much i'm so happy that i have one again so you know i think i'm ready to like say it steve jobs is my favorite billion was my favorite billionaire Rip. yeah um my with that being said because i'm not one to have a lot of positivity radiate through my body i have a villain um and that is going to be fall weddings I think as a pod we need to discuss this because i talked about it a little bit with tyler Working in sports, I have realized that fall weddings might be like my 13th reason why. Like it, it, there mm. is just like you should not get married during football season. I have so my coworker is going to be out for 3 football games um for our 5 home football games um that I will have to basically run my bo- my other boss is um having a baby which is super exciting so i'm just like freaking out about football season already and just don't have your wedding in the fall because then i can't have my coworkers with me <laughs> i just even i'm not going to be a woman to have children i'm like 90 percent sure of that um i would actually pl- try to plan having my child around football season on purpose i 100 percent agree yeah is that fucked agree. up no, I get it. I 100% get it. We have yeah. too many things to do. Fall weddings, anti-fall weddings is a stance by uh, my boss, Josh Pate, of The Late Kick with Josh Pate. He's been fighting this fight for at least three years now. I very think we should make weddings. it very public that we are anti. You should not get married in the fall or you, you should. Or if you do get married on the fall, get married on a Friday. Yeah. 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 I can deal with a Friday wedding. Yeah. 
fun. I'd rather take a day off of work and go to the wedding and have my weekend of football than have to like watch on my phone yeah. at the wedding. But on the bright side for you two and for me, but more so you two, because I know you guys love it just so much. We are that much closer to college football kickoff. So we very are. exciting. We are very close. All right, Tyler, what's your hero? We've been in our HLH for hours. We have been. Um, it's actually a pretty quick HLH. Um, but uh, Ricky Fowler is my hero again for the third show in a row. Not the third week in a row because we skipped last week. He would have been last week too. But um, he won uh his last tournament yeah. that he played in and we're yeah. very proud of him i've been i'm gonna just keep making him my hero while he's just hot like this his next he's not playing this weekend next weekend the scottish the genesis scottish open hope he wins are you ready to deem him bussin he is oh bussin. I've, I've been deemed he's been bussin. he's been bussin he's, but is yeah, he back he's, been <laughs> he's definitely back, <laughs> oh yeah. he's back he's playing better than he has ever played ever played Kendra. Like this is well, unprecedented for Ricky Fowler. He's the I sad am cat. Just not of, a golf girl. I want he's the to sad play cat golf. of the PGA. Oh, he and, is the sad cat. He is the yeah. Puma rep. He is literally like I love Ricky Fowler so much. I've never rooted for somebody as much as I root for him. Sad cat succeed. stock is through the roof right now. I still need to finish full swing. Yes, definitely. Very good. All right. NFL stuff, not a ton going to let you guys know that our next show, we are going to start previewing all the divisions, all of them, every single one. Heck yeah. We can't wait. But for this week, I just didn't get to comment on Cam Robinson's suspension last week. So I wanted to throw my thoughts in here. Uh, Suspended four weeks for PEDs. I thought this was going to be way worse. I actually think that this is <laughs> like, am I thankful as a fan? Yeah. I'm hoping that we're going to trade his, I keep saying we, and I need to stop doing that. I am, but like, I just can't like it. I have cared about this team for so long. I don't do it with any other team. I just, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Um, But if he plays well, I would trade him. I would, I would be okay with that. I think that that's a fair thing to say as well. I think that what they're going to wind up doing for the four games that he's suspended though, are move Walker little from right tackle to left, because obviously you don't really want Anton Harrison taking as a rookie, taking reps at left tackle. When you have Trevor Lawrence there, who's kind of the key to all of this, all of it, like this offense is perfect and beautiful but it's only perfect and beautiful if Trevor Lawrence is healthy. So I would, and and that's the thing is that Walker little also like could use the experience, but we don't really have any other choice. That being said, there's only one issue with all of this. These four games Colts week one, fine. Not really worried about it. They're, you know, whatever, fine. Week two, the chiefs, <laughs> that sucks. A little worried about that. And then you have the Texans and the Falcons in London. Not worried about either of those things. This could be way worse than it is. I already have the Chiefs as an L on the schedule anyway. As long as, you know, nothing disastrous happens, I think it's fine. It could be way worse, like I said. Those are my thoughts. The end. Um, we got some Patriots news while we were gone as well. And especially this morning, Dalvin Cook, I guess, is rumored to be in some pretty serious talks with the Patriots eventually. Haley, what are your thoughts as our Patriots fan? Yeah, I mean, I think it's interesting. 
I have to say I'm at this point, we'll get into it later in the show. There are some Boston teams that are making moves during their off season that I am significantly more worried about than others. I'm going to put the Patriots smack dab in the middle of the Bruins and the Celtics there. Um, I really like Dalvin Cook. I like his performances in Minnesota. I think that he's a strong, you know, coming from a captain position, he's a strong veteran leadership role to have in there with Gonzalez and some of the younger guys coming in. Granted, he hasn't been a part of the Patriots before, so I don't know how he'll adapt to Bill and the system, but I don't know. I'm always, I know you guys are anti-running back and you say that you're not, but I know you are. Um, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm very pro running back. So I love the idea of having a really strong running back on the Patriots. Granted, I don't know if we know how to use that effectively in our offensive play calling, but we'll see. So I don't know. I'm just kind of going in blind with the Pats this season. I'm not expecting anything higher than a third place placement in the division. So I'm just kind of, but are, like, are you in okay our flop with era. that though? Like, yeah, I'm, I, we're kind of in our flop era. I'm just like, I can't, I'm over it. I think if, so hear me out. Patriots are tanking for Caleb Williams. That's oh, it's, a lo- it's the long con? It's the long con. Yeah. You don't the think that con. Bob Kraft wants him to have the most win record? Yeah. I think that yeah. that's what they're chasing. I, I think the Caleb Williams lottery is there you're going to have some teams tanking for him this year and i wouldn't be upset if the lions are one of those teams oh my god tyler shut up the lions are actually good they could win that division but caleb williams in my eyes is generational i think so tyler that is i don't want it to happen i don't really want it to happen but like if it did and we ended up with caleb williams it would be worth it that is your hot take of the week we have to clip that that again tyler wow Caleb Williams Caleb is just Williams. generational talent. And um, I'm all in on Caleb Williams. So I think that if the Patriots don't sign Dalvin Cook, they have all this fucking cap space for nothing. Exactly. And they freed up even more of it. And it's like, you have to take some of those snaps off of Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevens, especially because I don't, I think it's fair to say because it's not year three that they don't know what they have in Mac Jones. I think they do know what they have in Mac Jones, which is why we saw a lot of the Bailey Zappi shit going down last year over yeah. mm-hmm. on top of, you know, the fact that Bill not might not like him and they, you know, when all that was going on, Matt Patricia might not have been playing play calling the best for Mac and he might've preferred Zappi. Doesn't matter. Don't care. I, you have Bill O'Brien this year. If you don't know, now, you know, and you need to add a running back into that system to be able to take carries off of Ramondre and help Mac Jones out. If he's having a bad game, that being said, they have so much cap and they're so far back in the talent and the depth on their roster in that division that I think even if they don't get Dalvin and Deandre Hopkins, that this is a fail, you have so much cap space. You have a lot of talent you need to make up for. And honestly, if you want to see what you have out of Mac Jones, this kid that you've invested all of this shit in change, the coaching staff over all of it, Give him fucking weapons because then he has no excuse anymore. None. And I think it's a bad look on the organization if, if you know, you have DeAndre and now Dalvin Cook, who are veterans in this league. They know how this works. They know how negotiating works. And they've been, obviously, assumingly to New England for a visit or two or three or a couple. And if at that point they're saying, mm, this isn't really for me, does not bode well for how things are are looking over here so 
Um, my only other Patriots thing is, all right, let's say you guys lose the division this year with seven or eight wins. Do you want Bill gone? Um, I, okay. Um, (laughs) I want Bill O'Brien gone. Listen, I can't, I can't make any predictions. I have been born and bred a New England Patriots fan, and I have been to many a parade and enjoyed many a Super Bowl in my lifetime. I've been very fortunate to do that. Um, so I'm never going to say that I want Bill Belichick gone just because it's like saying you want a family member gone. Um, realistically, I think that you guys will be able to have that conversation and I will respect your opinions on that. Um, I think that at the end of this season, we're going to have to have a, uh, I'm really hoping it goes better than expected, but going as realistically as I think it's going to go, I think we're going to have to have a serious struct restructuring and, that can be difficult in the Patriots as an organization that has pretty much looked the same for a really long time. And even those minor changes, as we saw last season with some of the play calling can really impact what our performance looks like. So I think we're going to definitely have to rethink some things. Do I want Bill Belichick on? No, of course not. But I think we're gonna have to rethink a couple of things. All right. Is that a good pageant answer? Because I yeah, don't want to. I, yeah, you know. I was gonna say. Do you really that... think they would fire Bill Belichick? No, I don't. Yes, they should. Or would he strategically retire? I don't think that Bill ever would walk away. I'm not gonna lie to you. You don't think? I don't no. think that. I don't think there's any chance that they fire him. I think it's if not he even leaves, like a he will. Like, he'll be like pushed to retire. Leclerc still isn't out on the track, by the I way. I know it's it's really stressing me out. I'm gonna be honest; like I'm kind of a mess over here. Um, I only have I I am just putting us on NFL watch quickly. This has nothing to do with Jaguars fandom. I actually had someone like a friend of mine recently who's a guy say something that I hadn't really thought about before, and he's like kind of new to the friend group situation. He actually listens to our podcast, but he told me that. I kind of made him realize how girls watch sports from a different perspective. And I'm really glad that if we're doing anything with this podcast, that's what we're doing. But the Titans, Hassan Haskins was arrested for domestic assault. um, Like I think a week and a half ago at this point, I guess the altercation started because he saw her like someone's like a guy's Instagram post on her phone. And then it turned into like a two day, you know, kind of fight between them, which led to him eventually choking her out. Um, And we've seen a lot of, like, we've, we've talked about it before, just how like the NBA doesn't really deal with this stuff. The MLB has seemed to maybe take a little bit more of a step forward in the last couple of years, but still nothing really, but we all know that the NFL is the worst. So I'm just putting us on NFL watch here. Um, He obviously made bail, but it's a conversation and you know, I hope it doesn't get swept under the rug like usual. So definitely you know. and fitting when we open the segment with um, the PED suspensions and um, gambling suspensions. So be nice to have some maybe things. Yeah. All right. You got some notes that. too. What's up? All right. So the Raiders made Derek Carr's wife cry. Did you guys I see this? I have not seen Okay. This. So I this was it. a report that came out. Um, I saw it yesterday. I'm not sure when exactly it came out. Derek Carr was being interviewed 
basically the conversation was going in the direction of, you know, why he left Las Vegas. Um, and he says something along the lines of uh, the direct quote is once they made my wife cry, I was pretty much done there. Okay. So what? So the, so the way that people are interpreting this is either there's something that went on or the other way you can interpret it is by sitting him, by benching him, so she was crying about him being benched. So that's, okay. that's the main takeaway. Um, but it was going around when you first hear it, you're like, Oh my God, they made Derek's car's wife cry. Um, so just wanted to put that in there for general reactions and predictions on Derek Carr this season. I'm anticipating him to throw better than in Vegas because I think he was unhappy. I don't know that we've necessarily seen anything that is going to make him a superstar quarterback in the NFL. I hate to say it, but no, he's I'm, reached the ceiling in my book. Yeah, that's how I feel as well, Tyler. And I, I, don't, I don't think I, I the way I interpreted that wife crying, I think she was just upset that he was benched. Yeah. And okay, just play I have better. Something to say. If they made her cry for a legit reason, good for Derek Carr for sticking up for her. If he's making a stink about him getting benched in that way, I will be the biggest Derek Carr hater for the rest of my days. I swear to God, I will be the biggest hater of all time. And I am pretty good at being a hater. So you know what? I swear to God, I swear that is what happened. I will freak out. Um, and I don't know what this USA Today thing is either, Haley. I'm not. Oh yeah. So I will have you guys. If you could just click that for me, if you want to pull that up. This is this came out this week. Um, our the annual USA Today fan base rankings. Um, this is from Mike Freeman with USA Today. So obviously it's not super official, but it has been going all over Twitter and probably Threads. I, I have know. not seen this. Um, yeah, I don't even know what this is. So this is uh, key takeaways for me. Um, actually, pretty great placement for your Lions and uh, pretty high placement for the Jags uh, and the Pats. Um, so it is broken down by tier. Uh, tiers one to seven, highest being the worst, one being um, the most relaxed fans um so in tier eight we have patriots mike freeman said when brady left he took a lot of the fan energy with him i really agree with that so is it saying the patriots are a relaxed fan base no he's no so it's 10 is the worst okay okay one is the best 10 is the worst here is my thing here's my big issue with this is the I don't think this is such a terrible ranking. Yes. So this has been very controversial. It's been all over. People are really upset about this. I am most upset about the Jags take, which is that they shouldn't have the pool. Kendra, can you respond? They shouldn't have the pool. Why the fuck can't we have a pool? Because your teams don't know how to fun. It's how fun. It's Florida, bitch. It's Florida, bitch. Can't have a pool or a sauna or whatever the hell that is in the stadium. You just don't like hot bitches. I was like, that is the most incorrect take I think I've ever heard in my life. I think that is so cool. And by the way, if anyone can get us into that pool, we would love to go. Um, yeah, shout, so, shout out anybody we know that listens to this 
podcast. Shout out to anybody that we know that gets access to the pool. But I like, wear... that is so cool. I don't, I think, I don't know. I was, I had a real issue with this ranking. Twitter had a real issue with this ranking. Yeah, this shit I have sucks. Issue with this ranking. It was really interesting. Yeah. I don't think Cleveland fans are above Lions fans. I think the Patriots fans are so annoying. We we did get put up. We were put up there. We were put up at tier eight, um, just below Vikings and uh, the Cowboys. I would say Patriots and Cowboys are in a category of their own. They should be, yeah, easily. And the thing that the, the thing for me is the the top tier is Texans, Giants, and Kansas City. Now Kansas City, I can Texans see. Texans don't have like that vocal. The of a Texans fan base, have never even won a Super Bowl. So the argument no. for the Texans, the argument for the Texans is, have you ever seen a Texans fan outside of the stadium? Yes. I haven't. Personally. I'm I I grew up in the AFC South. Yes. Right. Right. But it is kind of interesting to think about. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> This list is whack. I know. USA Today should be. Yeah, if you're a listener, you're watching, check out this article. Let us know what you think. Let us know your biggest thoughts. Um, Because that was my my big laugh of this weekend. Just watching people. Just watching people react. I don't understand. You have to read it like five times to get it. It took me so long. I am okay. I am shook by. I know that P two like doesn't really matter, but it does. It's not like a quality or anything. Mm-hmm. But I am very shook over who is doing well and who is not right now. Alex yeah. Albon and Logan Sargent are in third and fifth in the Williams USA USA. <laughs> I love is that the American email. brand. No, Sargent's no. American. So oh. it's just every time we hear him on the radio, <laughs> he doesn't have an accent. So it's like kind of a meme. <laughs> All right, couple NBA things, mostly just Celtics stuff oh, and God. whatever. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna jump back into my hater era for a second. <laughs> I loved Peyton Pritchard until I saw him get in a fist fight on Cape Cod this weekend and throw a chair at somebody. You did love him. Threw a I'm chair? Gonna, yeah. Oh like God. what kind of chair are we talking? Steel or like a like a outdoor like on patio oh, chair? Deck? I don't know what that means. It- uh, I don't know how to explain. It was that like wrong. a plastic chair, <laughs> like a yeah, I got what you like said. a deck chair, deck chair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So now I'm just like, all right. Well, you traded Grant Williams. We can talk about it. Trade, trade Richard too. Um, Haley, I have been very outspokenly a Grant Williams hater. Uh, like just. Basically, here's my thing. If you're gonna pre, I I I'm gonna say I'm gonna start off by saying I am pro Grant Williams being traded. And do I agree with the return for him? Absolutely not. Do I agree with the return for Marcus Smart? Absolutely not. Here's the thing, though. This entire postseason journey for them has kind of made the statement that we don't want any noise in the locker room because we wanted to be Jalen and Jason's locker room and give them the chance to be these leaders that we know they can be right. And if you get rid of Marcus smart for that reason, even though I know that the Brogdon situation didn't work out, if you get rid of Marcus smart, and that's now the narrative, you have to get rid of Grant Williams too, because he then became the largest voice in that locker room. I said that a couple of weeks ago, and I still mean it. Now he became the largest voice in that locker room. And if your entire postseason priority has been making sure that these guys can grow into leadership roles, 
you got to meet it and you got to trade Grant. I just don't, I feel like they gave these players away and that's my only issue with it. But if that's really what they're after with this coming season, they're doing everything to make me think that they're being honest about that. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. I think the other thing too is kind of underlying all of this. There's kind of a question and, and feeling within the fan base, especially more with the Marcus trade. Um, but in addition to being those louder voices in the locker room, I would say that those two players are also probably two of the more critical voices in the locker room of the Joe Missoula situation and maybe the lacking that we were seeing from that in the previous season, like you pointed out even more reason that those would be the two that would, would need to leave if that's what they were going for. Um, just because I know that even though those criticisms are valid, the general vibe for the team is that they can't be having those kind of things come up because they do want to move forward. Obviously they're going to do what they're going to do and they're going to go with what that plan is. Um, I agree. I, I had foreseen Grant leaving in the postseason um, when we talked earlier this summer. I'm going to say that today, more so than that conversation, I'm realizing that he will be a pretty difficult player to replace, I think, just in the sense of some of his size stuff and just, I don't know. So I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous about kind of how the team is going to look. Um, obviously, I had in here that Lillard was intriguing as a temporary solution, but we have found out this morning that is not going to be what we go with. Um, and I just think that we need to get some youth into this team, Ken. That's where I'm kind of at. I just I think, think that, that they need bench depth, not so much youth. Like, I don't really care how young you are as long as it's a good deal for like your pro productivity thing. And I don't mean to cut you off, but no, you're good. I just, I don't, I, this team has gotten a lot worse it, it's kind of reminding me of the Jaguars defense not to like whatever it's like you just you're getting worse and you're not replacing it with anything and you have no depth and I just I'm confused I you sure you signed now you have a big three quotes I if you are not watching us on YouTube I put that in air quotes big three that I don't think is going to be as productive as you think you are as you think they're going to be and now you have no depth because you've traded it all away. You have these second round picks that you can't use that are just sitting in your back pocket. Damian Lillard's no longer an option. And even if he was an option, the idea of having Jason Brown, Tatum, or uh, Porzingis and Lillard, that's an older side of the, the byway. But Jalen's do a contract and it should have happened days ago and it hasn't happened happened. And now that the Lillard trade has, you know, kind of fizzled out, I'm like, okay, well, what's, what are you waiting for? What's going on? Because there's nobody else that you could sign right now, or that would be worth it for him to trade away for. What are you going to do? Trade him away for seven bench players? Like, no. Or more picks. <laughs> we have 13 right? picks right now. So it's like. Your championship window is about yay big. Yeah. You got two seasons. That's it. Yeah, I, I have in here, we're still awaiting the Brown Tate. I think it's going to be a mega deal. I think it's going to be something that we have never probably has to be. seen before. It has um, to be. Just the timing of all this has me stressed. I am stressed out. Um, with that being said, as we'll get into, I am more confident in Celtics offseason moves than I am the Bruins, I will say. So, we'll I see. Go Celts. 
I think I would agree with you if the Brown deal was done, just because even when they have him, he's something. But like, I just, I can't tell if he would rather take less money and not be here. Yeah, I don't know. I think the general vibe is that he wants to be here. I think people, I think they want him here. I think it's a mutual thing. I I don't think he wants to be here. Because I feel like if he didn't want to be here, we would have been having that conversation a long time ago. I mean, I think we have been. He hates it here. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think he could have. He could. He can leave if he wants to. Like he can. Yeah, move, but he. Hasn't. I just don't the money. Well, because the money is right. I I don't know. Um, not to rub it in your face, but the Bucks resigned Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez immediately. Congratulations! That's excellent. <laughs> no, that's actually great. I I love both of those players okay wait tyler are you ready to have a new favorite person if you say wimby i'm out no no Giannis antetokounmpo is the biggest threads advocate of all time is he he has been tweeting every hour that he loves it so much i also uh, well that we can we can agree on that i don't know i've always been hesitant can we check if he's a is he he a partner a threads partner I don't think so. I want to see what number he was to join though. All right. So Max got first, Carlos got second, and Alex Albon got third in P2. Woohoo! And, and we're watching race. we're watching Charles, Charles car not start. This is um, this is flashback footage. I was looking something up and I already forgot what it was. I don't even know. Um uh, Giannis's um Yes, what number he was number. to join threads. Yes, 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 yes. Giannis. I hope he was like number one. No, that has to be Zuck, right? No, I hope he was um, before Zuck. Somehow. He was like two million, like two point three million somewhere. Damn, I had threads before Giannis. Look at me go. Oh. Um, and then my only other basketball thought was have you guys seen how we'll talk about more Wembenyama stuff later. But have you guys seen how expensive tickets are in Vegas tonight to go watch They're him play crazy. his first game? They're insane. They're crazy absolutely um, crazy it's I'm giving hot me take. oh go ahead Ooh. um betting the under on his point total tonight i like that I th- it's like at 20 something i don't think he goes over 14 i like that i like that play you should tweet that out for you should bad tweet cow. that out with the bad tweet signal that out. My first, with the bad signal my first threads bet will be so, under i have to admit i got kind of into a conspiracy hole the other day <laughs> So I think that this is giving me big 1985 energy. When they first started the draft, the Knicks got the first pick. They took Patrick Ewing. It was a whole big thing because the NBA was in a really shitty position and they needed a team in a big city to take the first pick so that they could draft Patrick Ewing. And then their season ticket sales improved like 400% or something ridiculous. Like it, I was watching this whole thing that really broke down how impactful a draft pick can be for an organization and for a team. And the fact that we're still seeing this literally 40 years later, crazy. I, yeah. I honestly really hope Wemby pulls through because some of the pressure they put on these kids and these picks really just makes me nervous. Yeah, I... See, I like him. I think he's going to be good, but I w- do think it would be insane if he wound up being a bust just because Can I don't think it would imagine? be insane. The hype that was behind him, the if he hype. were a bust, that would be 
crazy. Legendary. Would he be the biggest bust in history? I think yes. Yeah, I would say you, so. Based off the hype, yeah, I feel like he would have to be. I'm not wishing that upon him. I hope he has no, a great, happy, yeah. healthy career. He does intimidate me, though. I don't know how I feel. I worry I for his limbs. I feel I like they're just going to I can't unsee him snap. next to JJ Redick. I would like to see him next to Yuki. Mm. T. <laughs> I would also like to see him. <laughs> don't hate on my short king. I think his arm, like one of his arms might be taller than Yuki. Shut up, Tyler. <laughs> you shut up. Um, any other basketball thoughts before we move on to Haley's Brewers? Haley, you know what? I, once again, hate Herrera. I am so used to like Boston fans being like, oh yeah, I'm reaching for another trophy. And now I'm just like, ha. <laughs> I'm just smiling through the pain. All right. Let's talk about the Bruins, Haley. You have some good notes here. Uh, except Tyler Bertuzzi, I think, <laughs> is the biggest mistake they ever could have made. I am so devastated. I'm so upset. I'm so upset. It's awful. I have awful, a lot of notes. Awful, awful. Um, I'm upset he didn't go back to Detroit. That's I thought he was going to just because he loved it so much there. But you know what? I know that him and his agent allegedly misread the market a bit, it seems. And I know that he has a relationship with someone in the Leafs organization, which is allegedly why he took the one year contract is because there might be some sort of verbal promise of a larger contract down the line if it goes well, which, you know, whatever that might be true. It might not be true. But I don't blame him for going there. You know, people on Twitter are flaming him for saying that the Leafs have a better chance of winning a cup in the future. And I, I don't, I don't know why people are hating on him. That's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. I'm not going to say that because I hate the Toronto Maple Leafs and I have no problem (laughs) saying that. Um, Also, it's a little bit of a giant fuck you to the Bruins organization and fan base, which is why you're probably seeing that Twitter reaction. Um, yeah, this was kind of like a, a gut punch for sure. I was not a fan of this. Um, the audacity to put such emphasis on the Toronto Maple Leafs is unfounded to me. I think the biggest gut punch should be the way that they went about it because in the first day, the first minutes that they could make moves, they signed Lucic, JVR and Shattenkirk almost immediately and it's like that's a couple million dollars that you could have spent elsewhere you didn't need those guys at the time you can like you just you didn't and now you're in a place where you have all these guys who are at the end of their career I honestly think Van Riemsdyk could move up and down between Boston and Providence at some point I depending I mean the that's the thing is like I think that the youth in Providence has earned a little bit more of skating time up with the, the big B's this year, just because of how well they played in their own postseason last year, that it's like, how do you deny a lot of those guys opportunity coming up? And it's like Van Riemsdyk is in like a position where that's just one of those movable positions at the moment, especially if you're an older guy, at some point the youth has to take over. And on top of that, like now you have, and I, I understand that it's basically procedural that Sway and Freddie are going to arbitration, fine. I think Sway is going to get more money. Freddie is going to get more money. If that were to happen, whatever, fine. You bring back Lauco. The biggest question mark to me outside of signing those guys as quickly as you did 
is the goalie situation because you signed Boosie, who like is obviously your P Bruins goalie or a backup or what have you. He's sick. Like you could have like that same young goalie tandem for cheaper than you had this year. I know obviously Allmark had a career season. Sway wanted out. Why are you keeping both of them? I just say don't understand, especially when you have such a good prospect that is supposed to be lights out in a year, two years, whatever. <laughs> you don't need all of these goalies. Why are you hoarding goalies? You need Tyler Bertuzzi. Yeah, I think it's tricky. I I will say that the the Allmark Swayman situation was something I went into the postseason very much hoping that they kept that tandem with the talent available. Like you said, that's a good point. But there is something just about the two of them, the dynamic they have, keeping them in Boston, not only just for like the purpose of the position, but also just like kind of the relationship and the thing that they've built here. Um, I really hope with that being said that it doesn't bite them in the ass. Um, But I think it was ultimately a move that was made so that they can keep that kind of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of energy. I would also like to say suck it to everyone because my off-season predictions were 100% accurate outside of Tyler Bertuzzi. I said Orloff was gone. I said Hathaway was gone. I didn't say anything about Cliffy, but I I knew Cliffy was gone after the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was gone. But everybody they signed, I was right. So you know what? suck it except for sway he's in arbitration which is and freddie but like that will eventually happen and i will be pretty much right outside of tyler bertuzzi which was i think a shock to everybody i think the hurricane signing orlov was also huge good for them mm-hmm. southern hockey whatever i was sad to see taylor hall go i really liked him kind of coming up in the bruins and just being you know one of the younger guys sad to see him go um i also put have, a meme in here for you yeah you have some draft notes but i just have to say my two early cup predictions in the middle of the fucking summer it's toronto or dallas season i hate that wow. i ride dallas over toronto any day toronto was my cup pick last year so i'm sticking with them with I over like the signing pick, to be honest they can't do it I just, I can't see them winning a cup. I can't visualize it. I, that's how I feel about the Maple Leafs. I can't even well, picture done it, it in before, my mind. I'd have Dallas, has Dallas done it before? I don't know if Dallas has won a cup. I think they have. Um. All right, Haley, draft shout outs. Oh, yeah, draft shout outs. First and foremost, before I go into this, Tyler was our resident on-scene reporter at the NHL draft this year. Represent Um, Tyler. Shout out, Tyler. Can you give us a quick couple thoughts? How was the energy in the building? It looked really awkward on television. Um, Were you with Connor Bedard's family or no? I don't think I ended up being with Connor Bedard's family. I think they are friendly with him, the people I was sitting yeah, with. Yeah, because you weren't sitting on the but, family yeah, side. I wasn't sitting they on the family side. They cut to his actual side. dad and you weren't yeah. there. Mm. No, that wasn't me. Um, I do think it was <laughs> Tyler's family not Connor Bedard's dad. I don't know. Um, biggest takeaway was the Blackhawks fans. They travel. Really? They, like, there were more Blackhawks fans there. Well, number one pick. Fans. That's very exciting. In, in the building anyway. I'm sure like on the street, like inside Bridgestone where the draft was happening, it's pretty chill um like they're like no long lines anywhere at any of the concessions or um the team store or anything um 
but outside at the like the predators or nhl whoever they hosted like a block party on broadway they put, built like a big stage and had bands perform and stuff um chaos out there um and i can't imagine i would not have gone if i didn't have tickets inside the building because it was incredibly hot um but yeah it was cool did um, they have alcohol inside they did have alcohol inside um This was my only takeaway. That was the only takeaway. Great. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Yeah, that's that's my good draft shit. segment. My uh my Will big Smith. draft takeaway. Uh, oh, Will Smith was yeah. great. Yeah. My big draft takeaway are two Massachusetts boys being drafted in the first ten picks of the first round, which was awesome. Uh, Will Smith, who they had come out to Fresh Prince Center from Lexington, Mass. He is going to your San Jose Sharks, Kendra. So that should be interesting. No um that'll definitely be something we'll have to preview obviously when we get closer to nhl season i'd love to hear what you're thinking about the sharks this year um yeah so he is actually also headed to bc in the fall hockey east ftw that'll be fun to watch um and he's ranked third best skater by NHL Central Scouting in North America. So cool. And then the other kid uh, would be the right wing, Ryan Leonard. He is from Amherst, Mass. And he is headed to Tyler's team, the Washington Caps. So I thought yep. that was interesting that two Massachusetts boys, one's heading to Kendra, one's heading to Tyler's team. Um, he went Why, with the Haley? eighth pick. What? I said swag, Haley. Swag, right? Um, and then I wanted to bring this up really quick, Kendra, just to get your thoughts on this. We talked a little bit last episode about the differences between getting players prepared for the major league in NBA and the NHL and how we kind of think the NHL has got it figured out in terms of getting these players ready, um, as you also brought up with the Providence Bruins. Um, so Ryan Leonard and Will Smith, both of these players from Massachusetts were successful um, on the U.S. national team development program, which has had great results in the last couple of years for getting some of these players out of that system and into the NHL. So what does that tell us kind of about how these players are prepped? Is there something that we can maybe take away from the fact that they're drafted before college? What do you think? I think it's one of the sports that has a lot more emphasis on it, not only globally, but from like a developmental perspective. So it's like when you look at hockey in comparison to other sports, these kids, oftentimes they'll play high school or a lot of them will go to boarding school. They'll play juniors, then they'll go to college or they'll play abroad or what have you. And then you even get time in, you know, a lot of these kids will play super young, but not even remotely all of them like a a lot of them will spend time in the AHL some of them will move down ECHL we see that happen all the time um but I think that it's just you get so much experience at so many different levels before you're on the big stage whereas you know it's football it's like you play in high school then you play a couple years in college and then you go to the NFL and the talent is a smaller for leagues like that as well and it's football's not as global, whereas hockey, like the competition is insane. So it's if you have been able to compete at every single phase of the game at the top of your game, then you're obviously meant for the big stage, you know, like that's kind of the issue that I think while we live in such a hockey mecca, a lot of a lot of the rest of the world is that way, but we don't really see it in other parts of the US, which is I I thought that the Swedes 
swept the first round of the fucking draft. Like I felt like every pick was from Sweden, from Sweden, from Sweden. And we see a lot of those kids can play over here, but they also have good development at home. And I think that that's just, it's the emphasis on hockey. And it's such an expensive sport to play that if you have money to play hockey, you obviously, you know, can afford the development. So I think that that's a big piece of it as well. Yeah, for sure. Good thoughts. Tyler, anything as a former hockey player that you took away? (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly, Tyler played hockey. We cannot confirm. Um, No. Yeah. Cool beans. All right. All right. We have your PLL corner, Kendra. Um, my Kendra's corner PLL of the week is first of all, congratulations to team USA for bringing it home. Um, Beat those Aussies. Was there a question about that? Was there like a question of like USA winning? Um, I think like, Canada could biggest... have been a que- Canada's Canada? the biggest rival. Canada's the biggest yeah. rival? Okay. I would also 100%. like to shout out the Iroquois team. Yes. I saw Jamaica had they a team, were badass. They? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool lacrosse it was a cool tournament um i i watched the games that i could it was in san diego so some of the games were a bit late but i watched a a decent amount of them um minneapolis this weekend for the pll a couple good games i feel like the game there's two really good games and two not so great games um first and foremost we have the champion water dogs versus the chrome who are you know were thought at the beginning of the season to be kind of a championship favorite and they are quickly falling out of my good graces. Uh, I They're said making they fools of us. <laughs> I said when they played the cannons the week before the break, um, that they, that was like a must win for them just from like a confidence perspective. I know that the majority of this league makes the postseason, but they got kind of embarrassed there for a minute by the fucking cannons and Lyle Thompson's not even playing this season. So that's an issue. Um, Brendan Nickturn is back this week from military obligation. So hopefully that gives them a chance to spread out the scoring and to the scoring. I'm a big Brendan Nickturn fan. I think that he's really creative with the ball. Um, and he had a lot of production as a rookie. And I hopefully think that there's room for him to kind of just fall back into this offense smoothly. And that's what I'm hoping for him. Um, they just haven't played like a playoff team in my opinion at this point. And you know, seven of the eight teams are going to make it whatever, but now JT Giles Harris and Jesse Bernhardt are both on the PUP list. So that's, you know, also a little bit of a question you're playing, you're playing the champions, you know, like Michael Sowers rocks. They have so much flow and just, they can make something out of nothing on that team as like, I just, I'm, I'm worried about it. Like, I think they're going to lose this game. And I think that it's going to be the downfall of the Chrome season. The water dogs look pretty unbeatable at this point. And I do still think that it's the woods year, but I, the water dogs are also obviously probably my second favorite to win some hardware this year. So I, th- I do think it is a do or die situation just because a statement win would probably put them back on the track that they want to be on. It's just how vulnerable will the water dogs be at any point? Because there's just not a lot of holes in their team. Um, Tyler, it's you and you and I we're, we're playing each other this week. Yeah. You're our resident, resident, dog, resident water dog fan. I am the resident dog. <laughs> um, uh. <laughs> No, I, I can't say I've really been keeping up with it. Sorry. No, yeah, all good. Yeah, well, fuck you this week. Uh, Cannons versus Atlas. I don't really care about this team. The Atlas should be way better than they are. 
that's all I have to say. I feel like Trevor Baptiste is the best and him and Jeff Teat need to get her going a little bit. That's probably the game I'm the least excited about this week. I feel like the Atlas championship window is closing a little the end, but this Uh, next game, this is the game of the week. In my opinion, Redwoods chaos woods need a good comeback after losing to their rival whip snakes and giving them their first one of the season. Um, they had a really good groove the first two weeks. Riders had a sock trick two out of three games so far this season, which is fucking crazy. Uh, I think that the woods in order to win this game against such an insane chaos defense is they're going to have to step up the like two point scoring. They're so capable of it, but haven't really had a lot of it this season. Um, also, I think the face off is going to be huge. Jack Rylett has been awesome for the chaos kind of lights out. I think that Sergio Perkovic, Miles Jones, and Jules Henningberg are really going to be that sweet spot for the Redwoods this week. Um, yeah, I just think that that's, that's where your game's going to be won this week is on the face-off and those guys maybe contributing a little bit more. Um, last but not least, also not so many words. I think the Archers are the most overrated team in the entire league. Whips, whips, whips. Uh, that's all I got for you. Um, before we close out the show, we've just got a couple F1 things to say. I We've been talking about it most of the show because we're watching practice while we're recording. Um, I said already that I think it's signs Silverstone era. He had a good P2. We'll see how P3 goes. I think I jinxed you guys by putting in our notes, are Ferrari capable of having two good weeks in a row? Because as we just saw, no. Charles didn't make it onto the track. No, he just he's just chilling. Yeah, I am taking a nap as the resident Ferrari fan on the pod. I am kind of dreading this weekend a because of last year, you pointed out in our notes, Sans took over and won, but at the expense of my boy, Charles. So it was a win, but it wasn't really still devastating. Charles didn't get, I don't even think second or third. I think he got fourth actually in that race because he didn't have Sans there to defend him. Um, so I'm really hoping for Charles to have a successful weekend and I'm really hoping that we get another podium finish for Charles, but Ferrari overall would be great as well. Um, the only other thing I have for you is that the Alex Albon to Ferrari rumors have heated up and I'm curious if you have any thoughts. Yeah. Um, Listen, I like Albon. I think that he is a likable driver. I think that he is a talented driver. Um, I just get really nervous when we start talking about silly season and that kind of thing. Drivers moving around and switching seats just gets me like I'm literally sweating thinking about it. So I can't even like begin to think about who he would be replacing, who's going to go where. Yeah. So I think that he's going to go to Audi. Yeah, so Ooh, Audi's getting a team. Yeah, so there's a couple Ooh, new teams and different guy. things moving around. So I don't know. Tyler's favorite Send Charles to Audi. As long as Charles is in the in the top no, seat. No, I'm that's saying all let's go. About. Let's go to Audi, Charles. Compact car, baby. Men, men, and Charles men, loves Ferrari. And Charles are going to Audi. <laughs> all right, you have an F1 thought, Tyler. Uh, do I? Oh, I do. Shout out Brad Pitt. It's the only movie there this weekend. My only thought. It's gonna be cool. Shout out Brad Pitt. Uh, closing segments. Starting off with tweets of the week. My tweet of the week is, I hate. I never. I said this on Twitter. I never thought that I would have fucking beef with the zoo, but I have beef with mm-hmm. the motherfucking Jacksonville Zoo. Okay. Fuck whoever named that Jaguar Cub Banks and came up with the idea 
Dewey spelled wrong. First of all, even if it was for Duval, nobody has ever fucking said that a day in their life. Not once. Nobody's even thought about it. Second of all, you didn't even spell it like Dewey Wingard. And I would honestly hate you more if you did. So fine. Third, Banks is a stupid name. And fourth, Trevor or Lawrence was an the fucking Jaguar Cub. I thought it was Dewey. No, that was the no, second option the that second they wanted. Option. That oh, actually they went with won Banks? the no, yeah. they yes. Banks won. When Trevor or Lawrence was sitting right there with the layup. And that's what everyone wanted, and they wouldn't do it. And they took twenty-one thousand dollars in donations to name this fucking Jaguar Cub. The name nobody even picked. It's like Agent Cody Banks. That's what I think of. Stop it. You stop that. No, we are not calling the Jaguar. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Jaguar's name is Agent Cody Banks. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, yeah, that I almost makes it, so it more likable. I have beef with the Jacksonville Zoo. Hey, Cincinnati <laughs> would never. Cincinnati would never. Shout out Fritz. Like, how? Did- Shout out Fritz. How do you fumble that so hard? It is crazy that they just didn't like acknowledge the Trevor or Lawrence things at all. And everyone, everyone was commenting that when they first asked everyone. And you Mm -hmm. took $21,000 in people's donations saying Trevor or Lawrence, and you come up with an insult or banks. Wow. I just Cody banks. (laughs) That's what I'm going to call them. We need to go to this, see this Jaguar. So I can call I them Agent Cody Banks. No, I'm not giving them any of my money. We'll sneak in. Please sneak. Okay, whatever. Haley, what's your tweet of the week? My tweet of the week is actually a thread of the week to appease you two. Um, Kendra is a wizard. She took her Hogwarts sorting quiz oh. this week. I was so- like, what could this possibly be? <laughs> So I was wondering if you'd want to share your results with the with the audience. I don't think that anybody ever thought I would. Okay, I was a little between Slytherin and Hufflepuff. It was like 60 Slytherin, 40 Hufflepuff, just because of the weed. Yeah, um, I'm, a, I'm a strong Hufflepuff. What is the I one? I am um, Slytherin. There's no question about it. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. I think I'm Gryffindor. I don't think this all makes that. a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah. I am 1,000 for... I'm kind of surprised Tyler's not in Slytherin just because he's such What's a What's the other one? No, I think Tyler are, needs to take the quiz again. No, quick? you need... it's. I, you're probably Ravenclaw because you wear glasses. Ooh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Um, Nerd. No, I haven't taken the quiz. I Nerd. refused. So Tyler Lore adamantly against Harry Potter in the franchise. I refuse to associate with it. You're a strong Christian boy, so you don't... You don't deal with those sorcerers. No, but I'm also not a Chronicles of Narnia guy. What so. are we saying? <laughs> All right. Well, that was <laughs> tea party. Next segment. Um, mine is that Tom Brady is cheating on me. Him and Kim Kardashian have seen out have been seen out together multiple times. Mm. True, um, they were tea. seen out dancing, and I guess all the things which i called this back in the fall by the way on this show on this show i said that tom brady and kim kardashian would temporarily date for the lore how long do you think it'll last um a year a year okay yeah how long did Um, pete last that wasn't a year was it didn't feel i think it was close to a year was it Yeah. yeah 
All right, Haley, what's your tea party before we um, leave Tyler has horoscope? Yeah, so we had the Wemby versus Britney Spears news come out yesterday yeah. or the day before. Um, we're filming this on Friday. Um, we don't know the details yet. I put in our notes that this is all I can think about as a group that has been to Vegas. I've been to Vegas now a couple of times, as have these two. One thing I know about Las Vegas, and hopefully you guys have noticed this as well, there are cameras absolutely everywhere in that city. Obviously, with the amount of gambling that goes on, cheating, crime, those kinds of things, it is a very uh, well-surveillanced uh, area. So I am hopeful, not, not in a way that I want to watch this footage, but just because we're having so many different accounts of what really happened here, I'm hopeful that something was caught on camera so that it can get cleared up. Um, How do you not know who Britney Spears is? I bet it was just like a misunderstanding. Yeah, I, I, just, like he, she came I feel like we don't know enough about the situation. That, I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I can't imagine it was like a with malice. I don't know. I hope. I, I hope but so. like the thing is, is that I just hope that he actually didn't hit her too hard because that nobody, even if. Yeah. That would be a lot. Unnecessary. So. Hopefully we get some updates there. What do we got for our horoscopes this week? What's going on with the moon? All right. Yeah, this is Tyler's to? favorite segment where we read him his horoscope. Um, it says that you and I have different ways of being in the world and that our my youthful impulses con- conflict with your level-headed maturity. Oh my God, T. Yeah, I am a mature person. <laughs> Are clearly. you? Hold on, I'm going to go click on your profile and see if there's any other tea for the day. It's not very um, fun this week, Moan. It's really it's, lacking <laughs> this week. It says that when you don't know what you need, you become a wild animal trapped in a love zoo. Oh my god. Wow. Wow. With Dewey. That's crazy. <laughs> with, <laughs> with Cody Banks. With Agent Cody Banks. Agent Cody Banks. Don't oh. forget about the agent part. The agent is like... <laughs> crucial i forgot hillary duff was in that movie until i just looked it up <laughs> crazy movie who was the actor that played cody banks um i couldn't oh, tell the, you yeah. frankie muniz frankie, frankie muniz that's yeah. it um shout out frankie closing... muniz front of the pod front of the Wait, pod. do you guys have any closing thoughts Hope everyone has a great week. Uh, if you're in New England, it's finally getting hot out. We are working our way out of our month long of rain. I am already bitching about the heat every single day. Um, but I love get it. out there, enjoy the weather, enjoy the summer, and be super safe on the roads at night, drunk driving, all that good stuff. Avoid that. Um, and have a great week. Tyler. I'm currently just watching the trailer for Agent Cody Banks. I might watch this movie. My homework for everybody. Go watch Agent Cody Banks this week. That's my movie um, recommendation of the week. My closing thought is happy birthday, Grimace. Uh, that was guys. the most SNS closing thought segment of my life. Go love ahead. you guys. Have a good one. Keep on sipping. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.